What's up, all my amigos y familia? Welcome to another episode of The Family Cast. I mean, The Family Cast. That's food and music is life, yes? That's what family stands for on this particular show. So, this week's episode, I talked to some amazing people. Yes, I said people. There's two on this episode. It's twin brothers, Rob and Nat James Rufus, from the band Blacklist Royals, and also the Bad Signs, technically, so... But on this episode in particular, we're focusing on their new EP that's being released through Paper and Plastic Records, which is owned by Vinny of Less Than Jake fame. If you don't know who Less Than Jake is, I implore you, do your homework and listen to some Less Than Jake. You might find yourself smiling more often. Also, uh, we talk about a lot more than just their new EP coming out, um, which is, you know, it was the reason for our, our talk, but we talked about Rob being an author of books. So, in fact, one of his books won an American Literary Award. I don't want to give too much away, but uh, we did talk about that. We talk about their favorite places to eat in their uh, beloved city of East Nashville. And we also talked about which food they think would pair well with their music overall and their new EP, of course. And as you know, I usually play music at this point in the show or maybe somewhere in the middle of my choosing but since this episode is all about these guys i'm gonna save it for later maybe i'll drop a new one on you here uh the ep comes out april 2nd but since this is coming out this week before then maybe you'll get a secret little surprise we'll see we'll see what happens if i can pull it off if not just just pay attention it'll be out soon paper and plastic records and you know before i start the conversation i actually wanted to give a shout out to you the listeners for sticking with me thus far Obviously, this is a pretty young podcast in comparison overall in the grand scheme of the podcast universe, but you did it. We got to episode 10, and this is a fun one. I was, I'm glad I got to talk to these guys because they have some amazing stories. And, you know, being, them being twins, there was some fun chemistry too, so I want to do it again. Maybe we'll do a part two live or something like that. You know, that would actually be a lot of fun. I can't, I should be, uh, I'm going to put myself out there and say, I want to cook at concerts and festivals. Let's just make that happen as things are opening up. You know, that's starting to stoke my fire a little bit because I haven't been to a concert in a long time, and uh, which also means I have not cooked for any of my music friends in a while. So let's make it happen. Let's do some backyard shows, some front porch shows, some whatever garage shows, basement shows, attic shows, I don't know, depending on where you live. Do some mini festivals that include food. You know, so let's just make that happen. Anyways, let's get to the conversation with Rob and Nat James Rufus of Blacklist Royals and the Bad Signs and a bunch of other stuff. So please allow me to present to you, my friends, fellow listeners, fans of food and music, this week's episode of The Family Cast. Let's dig in. Here we go. All right. Yeah, I'm sitting here with a couple of cool dudes, a couple of twins here in the Blacklist Royals. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself a, a tiny bit? Who's who? What's what? Hey, what's up? I'm Rob. And uh, I'm Nat. <laughs> and uh, I play guitar and sing, and he plays drums in a punk band called Blacklist Royals and a couple other bands as well, man. Good to be with you. Thanks a lot. Welcome to the Family um, Cast. Yeah, go for it. I, I know yeah. that you, you guys are twins, so you probably do you do you know when each other is going to talk, or do you like kind of talk over each other a little bit and just kind of let the other one go, or how does it work? With, yeah, <laughs> being... you know, kind, of, kind of a mixture of both, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It, the um, the pandemic 
like right now this situation's raining us in you uh -huh. know because you kind of have to stop to talk but um yeah we can be known to just kind of ramble on over each other and shit <laughs> i'm sure it's i'm sure it yeah. can be frustrating to other people so it's yeah the the band dynamic of band members doing that to each other and then you it could either be multiplied or exacerbated being twins totally. in the band or it could be the most awesome chemistry ever right uh yeah it's it's great it's it's great uh creatively i, I don't know if it's great for our, our bandmates right yeah <laughs> but, uh, they're like yeah, well this, but, they're this, there they go or whatever <laughs> yeah i think it definitely takes some getting used to for sure that's i mean it, it's the same as uh, i guess you know being twins uh, my i have uh, twins in my family that are they were they're business owners so they had to deal with um deal yeah, with being yeah. twins but it's also they you know they said it's awesome at the same time that it's being with your brother all the time so <laughs> yeah it's yeah. weird it's a weird thing you know um but uh i i think more bad or more good than bad <laughs> well that's good that's good i know you're just saying it because he's right next to you just kidding <laughs> yeah dope um so yeah uh melanie says you got us in mu new music coming out for blacklist royals on paper and plastic yeah we do um, we have uh a new EP called Doomsday Girl that's uh, going to come out here in a couple of weeks, and um, uh, we're pretty stoked about it. That's exciting. Um, that's uh, is it? Did you did you pursue Paper and Plastic Records? Going from I know it was like Gunner before, and then you know. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, we we did our first record with Paper and Plastic, and have uh, remained close with Vinny who owns the label and um, mm -hmm. done a couple other things with them. And, and um, we actually had uh, written these songs for uh, a movie soundtrack and, and oh, cool. we're, doing, we're working on a bunch of songs for it. And we just had happened to have already recorded these and the, the pandemic happened and they were weirdly like relevant. Uh, oh, and okay. we didn't expect them to be and uh and we just thought it would you know everything sucked so bad we just thought it'd be cool to go and get it out and then he was super into it i love it yeah he he seems like a cool dude um He's the awesome. label the label in general seems pretty cool we, we played with them a couple times when they came through san diego um they're just oh, cool you know, super awesome Gainesville dudes, but yeah, of course, yeah. he's, of course he started a label and, you know, he's um, in support of bands and stuff like that. Um, I know that you guys, you guys do that. What would you say? It's like, like kind of Americana punk rock, that genre of punk rock. that's kind yeah, of like, I guess so. I think it's like, uh, just probably a, a misguided attempt at <laughs> trying to sound like Rancid meets 38 special or something like 38 that. special. 38 special. Nice. Okay. I haven't heard that comparison before, but I guess I'll pay yeah. closer attention to uh, yeah. no, I, I can hear it in some stuff, but yeah, there's that there's that certain pocket of of in those punk rock bands that I like. Um that you know, uh they can kind of fit with other genres also as well. Yeah. Like alt country and and like you said, some of the some of the more rancid 38 special uh mashups or whatever but you know but um did you always have that intention of is that kind of like uh is yeah. that sound kind of born out of where you're from 
I, I think I think so, man. Like um, um, we're we're from West Virginia. Uh, mm-hmm. It was where we grew up, which is in the middle of fucking nowhere. And um, <laughs> uh, Richmond, Virginia, has a really good punk rock scene. And yeah, for uh, sure. A lot of the bands there had that more like Amberetta and bands like that had the more mm-hmm. like they were playing full chords and um, kind of more sounded like where we grew up and yeah. uh, I, I think we were kind of uh, drawn to that more it felt more authentic you know than like trying to sound like we were SoCal we wanted to sound like we were from SoCal but like <laughs> it, it was like a painfully clear we couldn't do it so yeah no <laughs> so it's like naturally where you're where you're gifted and where you're, singing from where you're from is kind of uh I think one of the strong suits of Blacklist Royals um, yeah, and, you know, the different, true. the different instrumentations and I like the, you know, the, the single, I don't care what 2017 or eight, that was, even that was a, that's the sound was a little, little, de- slight, slight departure from some of the other songs. I think it was like a, yeah, you know, um, it's really good and catchy, but it's like, a, I don't know. Yeah. It, sounds, it sounds like you guys are capable of doing multiple styles and sounds. Yeah. Uh, thanks, man. We definitely, uh, uh, have spread our wings more i guess over the last Mm -hmm. five or six years of of musically and artistically you know Uh, we waited a little fucking long to to, to start doing that (laughs) like like to blossom yeah yeah we waited a little bit too long to blossom but uh oh but yeah we we definitely are now yeah that's cool to to be able to i don't know because like i i've talked to other musicians and 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 my my own stuff is like I don't want to keep writing the same right. uh, song or album. The fans might get a little pissed, but they get used to it. I think after a while, uh, you know, take for example, somebody like bad religion been doing it yeah. for since 1980. Some of their stuff could, you could say it sounds very similar to some of their other stuff, but then when they change people are like, Hey, Hey, to stop changing. So, but I think if you can, if you guys can, you guys can mature and change and pull it off. Well, like you do, I think that's cool. Um, like I said, to be able to play, play with those other genres of bands, um, in, in our own subgenre of punk rock and stuff like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, our fans definitely haven't always liked it, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, people come around though, man, you know, that's, that's yeah. just like how it goes. Right. People kind of yeah put out a departure, like you said, from what they normally do. And at first you're like, what the fuck is this? But then, uh-huh. you know, you always go back and revisit those. You know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of examples of bands like that, like, um, yeah, you know, River City Rebels, for example, yeah. who I used to love, right? But they put out that, you know, hate to be loved, New York Dolls type thing that everybody right. was like, what the fuck what is, is this? But yeah. then in retrospect, I listened to it and I love, you know, I love the record. So it's, I don't know, man. Yeah, we've always, um, it's been cool now we have a couple other projects going. So going back and doing some blacklist stuff, it is more like um, mm-hmm. kind of a little, what we our our version of straight ahead, kind of just punk, you know, like the kind yeah. of punk we grew up on, you know, like you'd said, rancid and face to face and all that good shit, you know? Yeah. Well, I see you got, you have your punkorama poster behind you and your, your, your oh, leads, yeah. you know, all this kind of stuff. So yeah, like, it's all, that's where it all started kind of for sure. So you can see, you can hear your influence. I mean, I, I can hear your influences in the songs like throughout, you know, 
back to, you know, from when you first started, but it, now yeah. you're doing other projects too, to probably like, is that because it's songs that don't really fit with, with BR, you know, like, do you do other stuff because yeah, of that? Kind of, or it's more like, I guess it, it's kind of, um, you know, Blacklist Royals was kind of branching out or kind of our, you know, all of our stuff would always sound a little bit different. Yeah. And then this was kind of a way to go, you know, let's, we were, yeah, like you said, we were kind of writing some songs that were not necessarily fitting with Blacklist. And also just as an artist, it's cool to, it felt like a, a cooler way to kind of switch things up than say just doing another Blacklist record yeah that sounded you know different from our other record that sounded different from you know it was like well let's just do it's another band and mm -hmm. and um we've kind of been focusing on that for the last couple of years so it's cool to go right. back and you know play some fast punk and <laughs> yeah <laughs> you miss it you miss time, it you know? <laughs> i know yeah. you, you, you kind of like come back to your you come back to the roots of of kind of where you started and, you yeah it's it's funny how uh you know it it's sometimes stepping away makes some shit feel fresh even if it's mm -hmm. the exact same it's yeah. almost like a refresher or yeah yeah you yeah. miss you miss it you know like a long lost lover or <laughs> yeah, exactly. is 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 blacklist royals both of your first bands that you were in um i mean yeah we it's hard to say because we've always played in bands together since we were like whatever 14 or something yeah i bet and um so it all kind of and they're usually like our band like we write the songs and uh -huh. do all the bullshit so uh it all kind of blurs together okay <laughs> uh uh our our band our, our band that we started in high school defiance of authority had, had uh did a decent amount for the time. And then Blacklist Royals was our first band that really kind of uh, became a thing and, and, and oh. got us out on the road and doing cool shit like that. Now, Defiance of Authority sounds very hardcore. Uh, yeah, it? <laughs> I, I know it sounds that way. <laughs> <laughs> Band name was the toughest thing about it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Middle school. Uh -huh. middle school band name what did you did you grow up in a, a musical family or is, are, are we called defiance of authority because your parents were anti-music or like uh, no, I, I actually got, got the name from a suspension slip <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, no we didn't, we didn't grow up in a musical family uh, uh i think it was more like um we we kind of discovered punk rock right about the time that we were coming to terms with the fact that we'd never be pro skaters. And, oh yeah. Uh, and uh, that was like the closest, the closest thing. Yeah. And, I understand uh, that. And we just kind of latched onto it. I love that. Uh, yeah. Mine was, I'm, I'm Southern California. So mine was, I was watching surf and skate and snowboarding videos. And I was like, the music is the music is almost as good as the sport so i want to do yeah, i want to get yeah. i want to get on these soundtracks and and also i wanted to get sponsored by denny's but that never happened <laughs> so, yeah. or waffle house or something you know like stuff on the road it was hard to do um but yeah what 
do you have like can you share any specific tour memories that you have that really stand out that are like amazing going coming from west virginia and seeing the country or or beyond the country like oh yeah uh yeah i mean fuck uh yeah like endless ones really but or, that... or like who who okay what was one that what was like a good like awesome tour like a bill that you were on like an amazing show in an amazing city kind of thing uh uh i remember we playing in san francisco with and the bill was like us uh dead to me and riverboat gamblers oh nice riverboat gamblers and that was awesome and like yeah shout out chicken did, <laughs> yeah and we we did one show one show that was really awesome was in montreal that was like hot water music menzingers flatliners bouncing souls us dang uh we were the fucking odd man out on that one we were like the least impressive of yeah the but you fit in you definitely fit in with that sound just happy to be there yeah yeah definitely <laughs> yeah that's really uh, cool though was that a tour yeah. or just a, like a one-off bill that was like a one-off like uh uh festival kind of it was like a club club it was a festival but it was like uh -huh. at a club you know yeah and um it, it, it was really cool that's really cool yeah that's i mean that sounds like an amazing show that i would fly to see oh, it was you know, so like... awesome, man. It really just watching was awesome <laughs> yeah even being there right like seeing that yeah, uh, yeah we actually got cool. kicked out of our own backstage speaking <laughs> of watching there was great like wings it was on the second story right so there was a balcony yeah and everybody had their girlfriends and shit back there so we played and then there was too many people in the green room and they're like oh they're in the green yeah. room and we actually got booted out we we're like what the fuck uh this but it was great yeah like i said we we're just happy to be there man <laughs> watching like watching from the crowd i think bouncing souls played that too or something right didn't they play mm -hmm. man that's so good that sounds like a, a a festival i would love to see even at any era of my life you know like <laughs> totally man yeah whether Senior. that's the reunion times or the heyday or like the beginning times of those, <laughs> any of those bands, you know, like that's really cool. Um, yeah. On on this particular podcast, it's food and music is life. So like I try to pair, you know, I try to do pairings in my professional life. I'm a chef, so I pair food and music together in my kitchen or for events. And then I was thinking of stuff that I could pair with Blacklist Royals, but I want to hear what you guys would like, you know, what, well, one thing like, what do you guys eat on the road? Obviously, I, I know what most bands do, but I want to hear it. And then also I want to see like on this new record, what do you think it would like, what does it go with? Would you say like it's kind of a sip and wine kind of thing? Would you say it's a moonshine kind of thing or like a cheese board, you know, like those kind of things? What com What's the first thing that comes to mind for pairing your, your new record with, you know, something? Uh, the new record is, is, is uh... it's called Doomsday Girls. So I'd say last meal. <laughs> yeah yeah okay so, so whatever your last meal would be were you on the row and i think as far as it's like when i think of food and our band i think of uh gas station subways yeah for sure i mean that's yeah. just what comes to my mind i hate to you say it no, you're absolutely right. Like I remember collecting the other little ticket stamps so you can get the free one at the next, you know, a couple next yeah, stops. Like, you know? yeah. if you met if you met somebody cool, they give you a couple extra stamps or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I would say that 
with the with the new EP, yeah, it's kind of uh, apocalypse leaning. So I would say <laughs> probably like canned food, okay. uh, non perishables, non perishables, some powdered milk, <laughs> uh, prepping. Uh, yeah, yeah, for prepper, yeah, for preppers, <laughs> perfect for preppers. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, that's cool. And did you guys get? Were you guys snowed in recently in Nashville, or were you on the road or anything? Or? Uh, yeah, we were, and uh, it's weird because it never snows here, you know. And no, never. Everybody fucking freak out. Um, yeah, it's not. It's not but, really uh, made for that, right? Yeah. Not a snow town. But it wasn't too bad, and. Uh, uh, my dog can't his back legs don't work and so like oh. the snow he can like slide around everywhere oh nice good for so good for that loved, yeah he, he loved it yeah that's <laughs> a good that's a good way to see a, a bright spot did you guys have any bright spots of the of the pandemic i know there's a lot of you know terrible stuff to talk about but did you see any you know awesomeness come out of it uh i mean I, I got a lot of work done, I guess, like, uh, mm -hmm. uh, like creatively. Um, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I'm a writer, so it, I think it was easier for me than him and most of my musician friends. And because like, I, I can be creative by myself. It's like being a chef too. Like I can be creative alone in a way that like, uh -huh. it's when you can't, when you can't collaborate with anybody, mm -hmm. it can make you kind of walk up the fucking walls, you know? For so, sure. Yeah. So I, I uh, mm -hmm. so I, I felt lucky for that. I, I, as far as bright spots, I don't know, man. Um, our other, we've, we've like been productive kind of at least, you know, our, yeah. our other yeah. band finished a record and. Um, and what's the other band? Our other band's called The Bad Signs. Okay. Um, we're on Plowboy Records here in Nashville. It's kind of like a, uh, kind of like a Misfits meets Cramps meets like. I love it. I'll check it out. Lena Del Rey or some shit. But um, there was a couple cool spots. I actually, honestly, uh, we were supposed to play a ten-year anniversary show of our first record, right, mm -hmm. and at the fest last year, which got canceled. Right. And right when this all started, and we covered a Springsteen song on that record. Oh, yeah. And right when this oh, nice. all started, he was doing like a Springsteen at home pandemic radio. Mm -hmm. And he played our song from that, our cover of his song oh, no. from that record <laughs> on his radio show. Yeah. And I would, and like he was texting me, you know, friends of ours and shit, sending like, videos of their you know radio going is this a fucking joke i saw these guys play on a mini ramp but it was like <laughs> you know so that was just a cool kind of thing and and that was, um, that, was that was and there was a lot of i think there was actually a lot of good records kind of to come out like he put out a good record and x put out a killer record and like less than jake put out a good record and and you know those honestly were helped me kind of get through you know like yeah. Suicide Machines record would say be the soundtrack for the first <laughs> three months of the pandemic yeah, and then for sure. whatever the X record or just so the new kind of new music coming out was definitely motivating as far as um, yeah. to like keep creating during lockdown and stuff. 
is that when you wrote this new EP? Uh, no, this, this EP, uh, uh, actually, uh, a lot of the songs that we had started, my first book was a, a coming of age memoir called Die Young With Me, and it's, uh, and it's, it's getting ad adapted into a movie. And so we were Congrats. writing the, thanks. And, uh, so we had been writing the songs for the movie. It's like we're writing the songs for the fake versions of us yeah. to play. And, and so we're going back through a lot of fucking even like songs we had written when we were teenagers, you know? And, uh -huh. and, 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 and like we kind of started writing from that and, and had just happened to record these three. And, and then the pan as the pandemic hit and it like weirdly it, it was just like weirdly apt uh yeah i know nat uh actually just put out a solo ep that he wrote and oh during the pandemic i completely and forgot about that yeah i actually i did record my uh solo ep during the <laughs> pandemic and well there you just, go yeah that just came out too so that was yeah that was a bright spot <laughs> that's awesome see that's what twins are for <laughs> yeah yeah good good <laughs> Good. So that's so you guys have a lot of stuff to, available to your fans to to get a to grasp onto you, like you know, to yeah. whether it's Blacklist Royals, the book, your EP, your other band, your both other yeah. band. That's really awesome. Um, yeah. What what is the what is the what does the scene look like now as far as releasing an EP during these times? And then uh, you know, are you as things are slowly opening up? Are you planning to do more shows, tour that EP? You know what? How does that look? Uh, I, I mean, realistically, I, I doubt we'll get a, a tour it, which sucks because I would love to do that. Mm -hmm. um, but we're definitely uh, some festivals have started talking about. Okay, if we can do it, would you guys want to do it? You know, ah. and so we're kind of like. Uh, we're hoping hedging to our bets. Show, yeah. yeah, we're hoping to play some shows. Yeah, this yeah. This, this fucking year. year. Yeah. Um, and we're like, we're like uh, moving our pieces around. We're committing to playing shows, whether the shows actually end up happening <laughs> or not. Yeah. Like, yeah, we've we've committed to doing it. We're now just waiting to see if, like everything else, it ends up getting canceled. Yeah. Right. So yeah. We're kind of. Um, our other bands doing a live stream i think next month and blacklist are planning to play the fest i think if they do if they do it so yeah. mm -hmm. you know we're just like you said man we're 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 ready to play <laughs> if yeah. if things open up and hopefully things keep rolling out and i know um, for sure come on you know like yeah. a little light at the end of the tunnel right it's, yeah it's exactly. gonna be interesting to see how how they I mean, I, I mean, like you, you see, kind of everything else is opening, but I, I, I'm interested to see how how they finally start live shows again. You know. Yeah, concerts is a little different than a, a little restaurant. You know, totally. Like, um, yeah, I mean, even sweaty, here, like pylons and mosh pits yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and, and the social distance concerts is just not the same. No, it's like you, fucking dinner theaters. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. It's not, it's just not the same. I, I didn't want to go, go to, I wouldn't want to go to a show that was like 
socially dis that's not why I go to a show. I want to be right. I want to get in in the action, you know, and and or be on stage, you know, next to people or whatever. So like totally. I, yeah. I totally understand like the skepticism of uh, is this gonna happen? I don't know, you know, like so what is it how does it look to be on a label that's putting out the EP? Like like what what's the expectation now from from musician to to label or artist to label now as but as compared to when, you know, say like two thousand when everyone was on tour all the time and they yeah. wanted you to sell sell 7,000 a week or whatever. I don't know. Uh, the cool thing um, with with paper and plastic and, and our relationship with Vinny is like, he's a super creative dude mm -hmm. and he's working all, on all kinds of different wavelengths and, and we're kind of trying to do the same thing. So uh, our, our, ex our expectation, yeah, like you said, our, our expectation is not what it was back in the day when it was like we need fucking x amount of records you guys need to be on tour x amount of weeks out of the year yeah um now it's especially right now it's it's kind of like uh our expectation is just um uh to get heard by as many people as possible in whatever way that means i mean yeah i mean and 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 Vinny, has been doing a lot of cool shit and we're talking about doing a lot of, of cool stuff like um um having like phone lines you can call into and hear shit or like oh cool uh and and and, and instead of just having like physical product for just like a blanket physical product order where i think we're gonna more do like it's gonna come out digitally and then there'll be physical product available at this show and this okay. show, this yeah. festival. Like a and slow like, rollout kind of thing. Yeah, and, and kind of do it more targeted like that because mm -hmm. because it's a, it's such a strange time. Like, yeah. it's, 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 it feels impossible sometimes, you know what I mean? To, totally. to promote anything and, and um, yeah. to get heard above the noise. Hmm. So, so yeah, it's, we're that's kind of why we wanted to do it with paper and plastic because we already had a good relationship with him and mm -hmm. and knew we could do something really cool even if it wasn't what ideally we would be doing which is putting it out and touring for six months which right. i still would like I, I i still love that but you know it is what it is kind of yeah yeah uh take take what you can get and um i hate that i fucking donald trump said that and now i and, and ever since i say it all the time what it is what it is <laughs> yeah like but you can say that i, I, I know say it like uh say it like somebody from <laughs> say it like a character on the simpsons tis what tis or like you know like, <laughs> change, change right, it a little bit i'm gonna tweak it and say it like that yeah <laughs> tis like what it. tis <laughs> um yeah because um no, I was going to say like, uh, oh, yeah. So I know uh, I have a lot of musician friends in Nashville and around that area, of course. Like, oh, cool. and I, I, I love the whole state, actually. Chattaboogie and Memphis and everything in between. Um, what's what's your favorite like spots to eat right there in Nashville? Are you are you in Nashville proper? Or are you like outskirts or? Uh, yeah, we're like in East Nashville. Um, oh, yeah. OK. Uh, uh, Man, what is my favorite? I'd say here? honestly, there's a there's a sam sandwich shop called Mitchell's Deli here. Yeah. That is 
better than I'd I'd hold I'd go fucking toe to toe with any sandwich on fucking earth. Yeah, I, 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 I love a good sandwich. I love yeah. a sandwich. Yeah. You heard Every it here on the Family meat. Cast, Mitchell's toe to toe any sam- sandwich because I know any a lot of there. I got a lot of I got a lot of chef friends and sandwich buddies, so like we might be onto something here, you know, um, <laughs> yeah. taking some food stuff on the road and uh, stuff like that. But yeah, I like um when when the new record comes out which is supposed to drop in what a couple of weeks now from um yeah from, so today's you know today's march weeks. 11th, i'm actually weeks. not sure what day it comes out off the top of my head I'm not oh, okay. but, uh, so so it's gonna come <laughs> out we'll say that out we'll say yeah. early april it'll be out by yeah, early yeah, april, you know? april yeah yeah um that's really cool because that's like you know kind of the beginning of summer that would be like in in our you know 10 years ago or whatever we say like yeah it's festival season you know, yeah, let's, totally. let's take it out. So, yeah. um, you know, you guys, are, you guys should do like, are you going to plan any kind of like actually like a record release show in Nashville or anything like that? Or any kind of fun little top of the yeah. Waffle House kind of like, uh, uh, you know? <laughs> no, no, we, I, I, honestly, man, I, I haven't even thought about it. Now that you mention it, I kind of wish we were. Well, at least, uh, you know, but acoustically or I don't know. Like, yeah. Uh, but, but yeah. We should do something. Yeah. Your front porch. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, uh, it's all been so fucking crazy, man. Uh, yeah. Well, honestly, we I understand. Even, yeah. Yeah, and and we haven't uh, we haven't been able to like, you know, be in a room really with anybody else. So it's, yeah. It's 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 it, uh, so yeah. Even if we don't get a play show. Uh, I plan on separating or celebrating by like having band practice. There you go. Would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, and um, do you two live together or are you like in the same? Yeah, we live together. Uh, house. And, um, and, and all the other dudes live around here too. So yeah. Um, um, and uh, so yeah, I, I, uh, we kind of plan on celebrating by just like being together, acting as if festivals are going to happen and we're going to get to get play shows and yeah hang out and shit and uh and and crossing our fingers i mean that's how we used to do it just sit, kind of wait wait for the shows to happen and jump on the bill yeah. and stuff like that yeah totally, man. <laughs> i love it do either of you guys do any cooking around the ha- anywhere or like no. backyard barbecues or anything the extent of my cooking is uh when i order a pizza i turn the oven on and i like cook it for longer <laughs> You like, cri- like a crispy right. yeah i like it crispy okay <laughs> that's like, that's about it dude okay yeah well, there you go so but i enjoy uh, we're we're both uh enjoyers of of good food though you good. know what i mean yeah, yeah some like, people don't even like care what they yeah some people don't care what they nah, eat that ain't yeah. me, dude. I, don't you know, eat, like, I don't eat at fucking mcdonald's and shit i don't do that <laughs> yeah, you know like, i don't do that stuff and, and, and you're right i mean when we toured we used to tour all the time. Uh, our bandmates, usually, for by and large, didn't give a shit. They, and right. like, if, if we're traveling, I want to like go to the local restaurants and try the local fare. And they're happy to like sit in the van and eat Chef Boyardee or whatever, which I get. But like, I'm, I, I'm not really about that. It's not as adventurous to. Yeah, eat, exactly. You know, like, eat at the Walmart mcdonald's whatever you know like yeah totally i agree i mean i think going on the road 
for touring is where I kind of maybe even develop my love for food and stuff like that more, really? more cool. seeing, all, like you said, going to the local cuisines, you know, uh, all the different food cities that are in America. Cause we hear about the music cities, you know, everyone knows which are the hot spots for music and um, obviously film and stuff like that. But like, there's also food cities too. So yeah. like, it's, it's cool when you get to go or even just eat at someone's house and they throw a party and somebody's cooking something native to that area, you know, back yeah, a barbecue in Texas or like a fish fry in Minnesota or whatever. So <laughs> um, we, I didn't, I learned about all that be, just traveling, you know, like preserving meats that's in really, Alaska, like crazy stuff. So that's um, really cool. That's really cool. Have you guys done like uh, other countries too? Yeah, we've toured uh, pretty extensively in like Europe and um, the UK. Oh, uh, yeah. A lot of goulash there. It's easy to feed the, the masses with goulash. Right? Yeah, they like goulash a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you like goulash a lot? <laughs> uh, I, they didn't give me a fucking choice. <laughs> Just <know>. eat. <laughs> It, it was. I, I mean, all the time. Like, I usually didn't. I, I I would usually not like to eat till after we played, and they'd be like, "The goulash." I'm not yeah. even gonna try to do an impression, but oh, like, please, you gotta. They go now. Now you have to. <laughs> the goulash to is the goulash is ready, and I'm like, yeah, that's cool, man. Uh, I, I'm I'm gonna eat it tonight after we play, and they're like, no. Nah. The goulash is ready. Yeah. The goulash is ready. You're gonna eat. Yeah, yeah. They're intense about it. So. And next thing you know, you're singing, and there's goulash all over the stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens. Got full of goulash, man. Good band name. What? <laughs> goulash, goulash all over the stage. <laughs> oh, just goulash in general. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And so, when did you guys move out of West Virginia? uh almost 15 years ago now probably okay. and, uh, uh yeah great decision <laughs> <laughs> just uh, we, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah anyone from anyone listening in west virginia uh they recommend uh checking yeah. out checking out other cities <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Sooner nah, it's cool it's it's did you move to nashville with the intent of being more full-time into music or just because there's more opportunities uh uh both i mean i i mean but definitely um to, this was probably like the closest city that uh seemed music centric um, oh yeah oh yeah and that we could afford to move to like mm -hmm. um uh thankfully because we were such hillbillies like if we would have been able to move to LA or something. Uh, we, I don't even. I'd be on the bus at the bus stop, fucking. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. We actually played in Nashville on tour before we lived here, uh, and um, at the club, the fucking power went out on our last song, uh, and we were like, we got. I don't know. It was like something about the city was just back then, especially. You know, we we kind of had this love for like old country music and stuff. And there was just a lot of that character here back then. There's a lot and, of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like you said, we just, uh, we knew we needed to move mm. and it seemed mm. like there was something happening here, you know, something yeah. more than say Pittsburgh or Cincinnati or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. All cool cities though. You know? Yeah. 
well it's but, it's totally rich with music history um it, it, yeah the whole, the whole nashville area and yeah and actually I, a lot of my photographer friends have moved out there so it's kind of definitely got an arts arts uh scene at heart um with all the history of, of the music too so that's kind of cool it, it's a, a lot of people more our age of yeah being there and kind of rebuilding the scene and all that kind of stuff you know so it's not yeah. just old country you know it's, <laughs> yeah every, it, it's everything it, yeah it, it, it's a trip now the country i mean unless you're like in the tourist section of town like the country is fucking negligible you know yeah yeah those honky tonks (laughs) (laughs) that's fun i mean so is there any like is there any like uh nashville bands or whatever that you you are buddies with now that are kind of taking you under their wing and like hey you moved here let's let's be all band pals now or whatever or or are your other guys from from nashville too or um no to all of that (laughs) 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 yeah um the the only time that ever really happened actually was uh trevor from face to face moved here Uh and 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 we used to make we used to do like screen printing and stuff. And then he'd hit us up about making some shirts and we ended up uh, becoming friends and and, um, and and we did a lot of cool stuff with them. And our friend, Matt, uh, who was in Teen Idols and is in Less Than Jake now, is, he definitely actually is, is somebody that has really uh, uh, helped us a lot along the way. and recorded he recorded the doomsday girl stuff for us and um and, and really we we probably would never even got a, a record out at all if it wasn't for him so yeah there you go uh, yeah. we did have some help along the way yeah yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah now, that, now that you yeah yeah the, the more you talk about it, you're like oh yeah and there's that person too oh, yeah yeah uh, <laughs> well <laughs> once cool. i once i put the jaded yeah so it, it in in your new song well it's doomsday girl and then you know some of the some of the uh past songs are more like well let's just take i don't care for example like is that song it doesn't sound it sounds partially angry but it's also like um very it's very catchy melodic single you know uh, yeah. for the most part um so what what's that single about do you do you do you delve deep into your like you said rageaholic self to write songs or do you go more into your like your writer your author self you know like uh, movie writing how does that work i mean i don't care i think nat nat wrote that but i'm pretty sure that was we had we had just done a record on a subsidiary of a major why are you laughing so much <laughs> uh, i'm laughing because didn't go great i'm i'm thinking uh that song was like that song was kind of a part of a group of songs that we wrote. Yeah, we had kind of had this really bad experience and we're mm-hmm. in this bad experience also with like um, kind of our management people we were working with and stuff. And uh. they were going, oh yeah, we, you know, we need some new songs or whatever. And we're like, yeah, okay. And then they're all like, <laughs> fuck you, I don't care, right? I, um, I haven't listened to that in a long time, but if I'm actually remembering right, that was kind of the headspace. We went, okay, okay. here's 20 songs Got about it. like how, like, so yeah, in uh, 
it was about that <laughs> song especially i think was about kind of if i'm remembering the lyrics it's something like you know and i, I can close my eyes and like you're here and not there and it was about kind of feeling powerless in that situation and being like for sure i'm not gonna let this kind of just rob me of you know that and that was a that time when we kind of started another band and started kind of branching out because we were like we're not gonna say you know it's it's very easy to be like taken out there's a lot of bands that get fucking you know taken down along the way by Mm -hmm. a bad manager a bad you know somebody bad label like you know you keep there's like black clouds that can come into situations and and kind of ruin everything so it was i think that song was uh kind of response to that which was like you know just it was almost like it's like it's a breakup right i mean when business relationships end or whatever it's kind of Uh like a breakup and that was almost just like oh yeah okay well here's some songs for you about here you go (laughs) how much i fucking hate you (laughs) and then but then then they made it a single not yeah not the most productive business savvy i wouldn't say that's a business savvy approach i'd recommend (laughs) to uh other artists or anything Uh but yeah, at the time I really didn't care. <laughs> so yeah, but but then yeah. it's, it's ironic that it's ironic that it became like that single. If you look up, if you look up Blacklist Royals, that's kind of the single that comes up on like Spotify. I had no or, idea. Or, I had no idea. So yeah, that is funny. funny. Yeah. 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 Uh, cool. So so I guess good job. <laughs> you know, yeah, a lot of people feeling that way. It's man. a moment in time, you know. But I think. Um, <laughs> you know <laughs> it's kind of funny though right like, but, yeah jesus yeah I, uh uh I, I i've never really i don't have a lot of luck writing i'm way more angry than my anything i write comes mm-hmm. across as, okay I'll, which, I'll listen closer i'll listen for that you know you, you, you um. can't hear it like <laughs> you, you, most people don't know and unless they do and then they definitely fucking know and they're like oh my god <laughs> this fucking guy well that one yeah. video was that one video you had um i forget the name of, uh it's all cherry bombs it's just a bunch of bombs right ready to explode oh. you know like <laughs> yeah yeah that was a fucking <laughs> that's art that's artistry it's talking about yourself you're like the cherry bomb <laughs> yeah. you know yeah it was symbolism. yeah it was symbolism. <laughs> exactly yeah um nothing, that's because uh, you're a writer nothing like being in a fucking basement again fireworks so do you do you two do you two share songwriting responsibilities for the for blacklist Rose? Uh, yeah for the most part yeah, yeah. okay yeah that's we cool. kind of we oh it's really kind of like always been like a half and half thing like we'll both kind of write and then we'll nice kind of collaborate on you know the songs and yeah and in our new band too i mean we have our other member blacklist it's always usually really just been the two of us kind of doing that and in the new band it's like the three of us doing it but you know it's kind of like it's always been a cool way to work and that's like the good thing about you know being in a band with your brother especially your twin you know you've, mm-hmm. you've always got a collaborator you've yeah. always got you know a bandmate um but yeah we we we, it's pretty it's pretty even-handed cool so there's the about there's a balance you'd say there's a balance between the two uh main songwriters you know like because it's yeah your twins for one thing but there's the balance of yeah. you're angry yeah. and you're like saying hey i don't care you know like <laughs> it all just works together <laughs> that's cool um 
So did you get out of that? Did you did you get make it out of that rut with that with that particular label uh, that time? Oh, yeah, and yeah, time? yeah. Yes, we did. Um, was that before paper and plastic? Um, that was uh, that was after paper and plastic released our first record, mm-hmm. and then um, like he'd said, we could kind of paper, we were working with paper and plastic and Gunner Records in Europe, who were doing all these really great punk bands and we kind of tried to move to a subsidiary of a major and got, you know, kind of eaten up by that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, when we, when we were going to do blacklist stuff again, it just seemed cool to, to do it with paper and plastic and, and our other, uh, yeah, we definitely made it out of that rut, but you know, that shit, that shit takes time. <laughs> yeah. Still healing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a weird. Uh, yeah, I mean, it gets fucked up enough that you're like, I I'd rather just not even play in my own. You know that that yeah. can take such a. It's it's so weird, and, and you've probably experienced this in some form too. Where like, you're a creative person creating shit, but then like, the mm. other people involved can get their claws into it to the point that you are like, I'd rather quit my own fucking thing <laughs> than like have to deal with this shit. Like it's like Prince changing his name to a symbol where he's symbol, like, yeah. you know what? <laughs> Fuck, you can have Prince. Like, <laughs> and, and and when you really think about how insane that is, but uh, yeah, uh, you know, minus the money and success and talent, like that's the position. That we were in too. Yeah, you're just and, like <laughs> it was actually just like Prince. Exactly. Would exactly. It was exactly yeah, exactly like the Prince situation. Minus yeah. all the great minus stuff. all the zeros <laughs> on the checks. Yeah. Like, um, he, um, I mean, <laughs> and it's unfortunate, right, that it happens to so many creatives, uh, whether it's yeah. in the culinary world or the music world. You, I mean, you, you probably hear about it more in, in the music world because. But I'm sure it well, does happen in the culinary world a lot, man, because it's the same. You yeah, know, like the creators, business owners, the creatives. The it's like this weird. Everybody wants to have their mark. Everybody wants to feel responsible for the success of of the uh, product of that creativity, and, yeah. and and that makes this strange dynamic that. I, I think it's usually, great that it's almost yeah. never in the artist's favor. Yeah, no, <laughs> no I think I'm it's like a. I'm a big uh, Shep Gordon fan and (laughs) I'm familiar with his stuff like because he's he talks about how chefs used to seriously be treated like total shit they'd be these celebrity chefs that like couldn't sit at the bar and have a drink or whatever right we're like yeah you know just treated like garbage at these fine dining establishments Mm -hmm. so it's um you know I'm sure it's it's kind of its own kind of any anytime you're going the, the music industry or the culinary industry, it's like, you know, shit gets a little doggy dog once that industry word starts popping up. You know what I mean? For so. sure. I think it's uh, I think it's cool um, that you guys are on a label that's owned by a musician, you know, um, yeah, it, or uh, run operated by a musician because um, like major labels, those are the people in the office are business people, not always musicians, right? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about major majors, like, you know, the big ones. But like, the, when you go into the independents, say like Fat, Epitaph, 
paper and plastic uh, and various others. You're, you're talking to a guy from less than Jake, you know, like, he, Hey, here's a rec. So like, yeah. I think it's really cool that you, it, it's very collaborative in my mind uh, to see you doing a label like that, especially getting jaded, even making a, a three songs for a major label demo or whatever, like you're already jaded and you haven't even been on the major la- yet. And you're already getting right. screwed, you know, yeah. you're a puppet. I'm not a puppet. Yeah. Yes, you're a puppet, you know? So like, I think it's, I think it's a good, you know, it's a good solid move for you to be working uh, with people it, it like it's true like our the record we had that came out on the major label subsidiary like uh we were fucking jaded with the experience before the record ever even came out exactly and uh, <laughs> and, and like that says a lot you know what i mean like uh mm-hmm. it shouldn't be that way well i think it's hard to be being in you know uh having a punk rock ethos like like yourselves and myself yeah. uh uh because obviously there's probably musicians that don't have that, that only want to be on a major label. So they'll do anything to get to the majors. So like if you're already punk rock and you're already on paper and plastic, and then you move to a major, I, 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 I have experienced and know that it, it sucks because you want to still be the punk rock you were when you were 17, but they don't, they want you to look like that, but they don't want that music because <laughs> they don't want that music. They want the, they want the hit. You give me the hit, baby, or get the hell out of here, <laughs> right? So, yeah. so I could totally under- relate. I can totally understand why it's hard for the punk rock ethos to uh, go to a major, unless you have that the power and control that, say, the Offspring or the Green Day have to get in there and say yeah. it's like this, or we're out of here. You know, like yeah. yeah I, I mean, when it works, it it works awesome. Like, mm-hmm. but it it really sucks when. You know, like a band like The Explosion or bands like that that get when there's just so many punk bands that when they finally they they get successful enough in the punk rock world to get that, and then mm-hmm. whatever happens during that time fucking sours everything that <laughs> it took to get mm-hmm. to get them there, you know. And, and uh yeah and, yeah and that was definitely the case man like uh so it's really great uh getting back into it and playing punk rock and we were so yeah stoked uh to do that reunion that it, i mean it wasn't technically a reunion show it was a 10th anniversary show but basically a fucking like bands getting back together show yeah that's and, awesome uh, it, and and we're excited to do it we're excited for uh, things to reopen so we can continue continue on with that. What's the uh, like? What's the big plan? What's the goal for the Blacklist Royals or or for your book? Like, what are the big next steps for everything? You know, um, um, the Blacklist Royals uh, were the the EPs coming out, and then like I said, hopefully we're going to be playing some festivals uh, the rest of the year. Uh, uh-huh the the dying with me movie is is in development right now and um we're writing the songs for that um and uh i have a new book called paradise west virginia that comes out this summer and um actually is is got uh picked up to get made into a tv show so that's that's happening right now and wow that's really exciting and uh our other band bad signs 
uh, it's going to have a full length out this year. Why are you laughing and again? Now just... <laughs> oh, it's just, it's just, you, you just sound so unenthused. Uh... <laughs> He's like talking about this sick shit gun. It's really yeah. exciting. Yeah, that's why um, when he said it, I was like, what? Are you, are you yeah, serious? Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm not he's it. in the weeds with it right now so he's like i think it's kind of lost on it how, oh how rad yeah. that is getting it finished yeah, that's, 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 true. that's really cool yeah you talk about some fucking, yeah uh the major the major label music business shit doesn't even come close to how fucking fucked up and it's this i'm not going to talk shit but yeah uh, <laughs> you, you think, you think yeah. the music business is is, is it's, it's trip, small like yeah it's once I've gotten into the movies and TV and stuff like that, it's like, oh, yeah, whoa, oh, yeah, dude. yeah. And, uh, and you're talking like, uh, I know you're like multiple uh steps, you're like punk, punk rock, and so in music, and then book writing, and then TV, movie. So, like, you got all the you're gonna yeah. have to deal with all the puppet masters, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm and I'm singing for myself for every step of the fucking way, too. That's for sure, man. Do you have like a book, uh, like a management or like anything for your, the book side of yourself? Do you have like a yeah, PR, yeah, uh, and, and, and that really has been uh, uh, my like saving grace because I am so out of my fucking depth, you know. So mm -hmm. I have an awesome literary agent, and I have an awesome manager that helps me with my uh, quote unquote entertainment business stuff like my movies and tv yeah. and my screenwriting and stuff like that and and um and and they uh or and, and it's been really cool the, everybody that i work with the first thing they um became familiar with me for is is my memoir about being growing up as a punk rocker so like they know where I'm coming from, even if nobody else gets it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I'm really fucking lucky for that. That's really cool. So, like, you sound busy. To me, it sounds like you're busy. <laughs> yeah, you know? I am busy. But to be honest, I'm more excited about playing music than anything else, man. Like, uh, oh, that's, that's cool. Because like, playing music never seems like work, you know? Well, yeah, it's fun. It's like getting getting it, sweaty. It is a lot of work, but it's like, yeah, everything else is like fucking work. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then, um, are you are you? Do you also write anything else uh, besides? Do you do music exclusively, um, or are you doing other work? No, I'm I'm um, <laughs> I uh, there he goes laughing I, again. <laughs> I'm, I'm like you know i'm like a proofreader right now i don't really <laughs> i don't really write myself i just kind of like stick to the music thing as far as as far as artistically you know okay yeah. he, he really kind of helms uh all our other i mean blacklist royals is, is we kind of do hand in hand but like the bad signs and and um mm -hmm. we have a couple other musical things in the works and he really is like the point person that does all the 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 vision the vision does all the visuals does all the videos does all the the creative director type shit um yeah so uh so yeah he we try to branch out you know for sure 
the older that you get, the more you got to do that shit. <laughs> you know, yeah. you, you just, yeah. and a lot of times when you're a punk and it's all DIY, it's like by necessity at first. And then you go, mm -hmm. oh, like, I kind of got a flair for this too, or I enjoy this too, or whatever, yeah. you know? So yeah, um, like, now all of a sudden I know how to, I know how to, I'm a plumber now and I can do all this yeah. stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, know, exactly. So I, totally, I got to fix the van so I can yeah. fix this house, you know? <laughs> totally, for sure, yeah. you know? Um, strange, so, so you could see like, you could see like retiring as a musician and like retiring as a writer, like you, you have the big picture of this is what I, this is what we're going to do. Like, I love this, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I, I, as long as we're doing, I, I mean, I don't think we're ever going to quit playing music, you know what I'm saying? Like, and like, yeah, don't, don't quit. And, and, and there's nothing, there's nothing like that doesn't fade away as much as the dream of that rock star bullshit dream that you have when you're a teenager like nothing in it would ever i mean like look at like a, like a douchebag like johnny depp right like or keith or sutherland like you're a fucking movie star but still the idea of being a rock star is just like they're like if i could just be a rock star so like uh <laughs> yeah yeah, we're uh, we're definitely branching out into a lot of creative stuff, but like mm -hmm. the music is is really where it's at. That's a good. That's good to hear because like you know people are dab people dabble in a bunch of other things, but it's like if you're a musician or a creator, like we keep saying, a creative, uh, you're gonna keep finding a way to come back to your, you know, the thing that you, I guess, are most yeah. creative with. Does that make sense? Like, you know, because because you guys also play multiple instruments, so um you know you can write it out or yeah. sing it, it out it, you know it, it really is a shame like uh and, and i don't know if it's yeah it, uh I, I feel really lucky that like uh it's it's fucked up and, and i don't know if this is a punk rock thing as much as just being in bands in general but like i didn't and now we talk about this all the time we didn't really like realize like uh we were artists until we were like in our 30s or yeah. realize like oh actually like this design stuff is art and like yeah being a chef and like doing all this it's this is all creative stuff and like if you yeah. can play music and you can do that then like who knows what you can do if you if, if you branch out you know and, for sure uh, um but when you start just wanting to be in a band, like mm -hmm. being an artist is fucking secondary to just being in a band. Yeah, that's true too. Like, I want to be in a band. Do you know how to play music? No, but I want to be in a band. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You just, yeah. But, and then there's some people who are really good musicians, but they don't, they aren't in bands. And then they're like, I don't want to be in a band. Those guys suck. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, a good we, musician. I don't want to be in a band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we but, never yeah. really met musician musicians until we moved here and then it was oh like, yeah oh, nashville yeah. yeah yeah they're everywhere they're yeah <laughs> yeah they're exhausting it's like when i lived in uh i lived in los angeles for a little bit and everybody i mean there's musicians but everybody's uh an aspiring screenwriter or an actor yeah. or something they're all i was working at a you know i'm a server at a restaurant and everybody every other server there is like they got a script in their back pocket and some headshots <laughs> in there you know like just in case they meet that director and it's like yeah every you know they're they're all just trying to 
do their their express their creativity i guess or whatever but yeah i don't man. i don't really know anyone who yeah everybody's it. got a hungry heart but you guys oh <laughs> that this see you, you know those old songs that's good yeah <laughs> Oh, so what Springsteen song were you covering on that that one story we were telling? Uh, the was Promised that? Land. And is that, then, uh, uh, it's is on that our first record. Ah. Liberi, I think it's how you pronounce it. I'll check it out. And then uh, what's... Uh, uh, it yeah, was I, on uh, Darkness on the Edge. Or, yeah, Darkness. Darkness, yeah. Very somber. <laughs> um, oh, shit, dude. All right, sorry, man. Huh? We're there okay oh yeah we cut out for a second hey um yeah man so i need from each of you i need some parting words of wisdom um for you know for people like whether it's something have to do with writing books or you know you guys writing music or just being good brothers to each other or whatever or like that sweet pennywise nose for a name poster behind you or you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> give me some words give me some nuggets um because uh, uh my my uh parting words would be uh something i i i really try to live by which i i got from this book man's search for meaning which Mm -hmm. uh which is not necessarily about the meaning of life but like how you find meaning in existence and it was written by this uh uh professor like a therapist and he wrote the book before getting put in Auschwitz and so the and the book was destroyed so then the the book that exists now is half his memoir of his experiences there was his whole family everybody but him died and then the second half of the book is his rewritten dissertation about this and 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 what I, I really took from it is uh you find meaning in existence not by being happy but by being fulfilled because happiness is 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 fleeting and it's always in flux but like if you're doing something that fulfills you like cooking or teaching or writing or whatever the fuck like even if or or bagging groceries whatever it is like that's that's what you should do because uh according to this guy otherwise existence can be kind of meaningless and and i've really uh i latched onto that and it's it's served me pretty well yeah that's that's like a in the vein of like a pma you know positive mental yeah uh, yeah but that's but that's fucking exhausting this is (laughs) oh i mean not not the overall teaching not the overall overall, but like just just being just knowing that there that you can do that you can be fulfilled yeah Yeah. totally i mean it really uh it really really struck me man good i love it yeah. i love that you know when you get that struck by it. so words of an uh-huh. author or a song or a food or a drink is like that visceral reaction like yeah, oh yes yes you know 100 it's, gonna... it's and you forget how awesome that feeling is and then it happens again and you're just like oh this is why i love this shit <laughs> <laughs> there you go yeah that's that's a good that's some good nuggets right there yeah what you got for me oh man do i have to follow that um i don't know i'd say uh (laughs) you know i actually said this earlier to somebody so i'm i'll just use this as my parting words because they are it it is something i think of all the time Mm -hmm. but a complete asshole 
once told us, no is the second best answer to yes. Hmm. Okay, yeah. And I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> Marinate on it, that. Take what you will. Yeah. yeah. No is the second best answer to yes. <laughs> so that means if my math is correct, that means yes is the best answer. <laughs> yes is the best answer. But that second best answer is no. Yeah, it's not far off. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, those are two, two <laughs> sweet. Don't give me a fucking maybe, basically, is what Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, I don't care. Basically, I don't care. A no is more power than like a maybe or something. I, I, I'm not sure. Um, you know, like I said, I'm like having to follow him. It's just kind of like <laughs> skate every day if you can. It, which, which of you came to the earth first? Uh, so I did. That's funny. So that's good. That you, so then you, but then you let him talk first. <laughs> that's good. That's nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's that wisdom i gained in that one minute i was rolling here before uh -huh. <laughs> that's amazing um cool guys um i think yeah in closing you should say you should let me know like kind of what's your favorite you know either your favorite overall blacklist royal song or one of your other songs and then i can probably play it on here and also something from the new ep coming up you know on the paper and plastic uh ep so let me tell me what you think is a good song to uh I throw share. down um I'd I'd play Doomsday Girl from our new EP mm -hmm. and I'd play Jolie Blonde from our first record and we'll be playing that at the fest hopefully so, so we can go full yeah. circle with paper and plastic from your first circle. record yeah. and yeah. cool I love it yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good idea yeah. okay yeah um <laughs> yeah and I do hope that that fest happens because it looks awesome um well, fest is yeah, always man, awesome. But... Hopefully, <laughs> uh, hopefully, we can hang in person sooner than later. Heck yeah, yeah! I'll make you some food. <laughs> oh, that would be yeah. awesome. Whatever you want, whatever you want. <laughs> it won't be Subway. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, that's all you gotta say. <laughs> I'm saying it won't be. It won't be. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I mean. That's that's perfect. Cool. Well, I appreciate your time, guys, and uh, I look forward to the yeah. record coming out. And Thanks, um, yeah, we appreciate yeah. yours, man. Really. For cool. sure. Cool. Take it easy, man. I'll talk you to got you it, bro. Later.
Check one, two. Thank you. Thank you very much to Rob Rufus and Nat James Rufus of Blacklist Royals, The Bad Signs, and so much more. If you're ever in East Nashville, I'm assuming that you could just knock on their door and they'll answer and let you in and eat some of their delicious food from their favorite sandwich shop. Anyhow, what an episode. That was the new single from their new EP coming out April 2nd on Paper and Plastic Records, Doomsday Girl. Be sure to stream it, buy it, download it, do everything you can to support these dudes. I had a great conversation with them. I'm looking forward to see what they can do in the near coming future. Um, Yeah, do everything you can to support local music. Do everything you can to support independent artists. Do everything you can to get yourself to some festivals. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I got some things in the works, baby. Yeah, so Blacklist Royals, new EP, April 2nd, Paper and Plastic Records. Be on the lookout for that. And uh, I'm just going to say a fond farewell to you until we speak again. Farewell to you, my listeners. Anyhow, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much to uh, Melanie for hooking us up. And shout out to my friends at uh, New Belgium Brewing for sending us some, some goodies and Booze Brothers Brewing and right here in Vista by my kitchen. Thanks for all the good stuff. I love you guys. You guys do so much good stuff for the community and for music scene. I'm going to get you on the show soon. You just watch. Okay, I hope you enjoyed this background music. This was something that Xander and I collaborated on. And yeah, that's actually about all I got for you this week. I'm doing some more guest conversations this week with some good friends and some... I'm still looking for some new friends, so send some stuff, and uh, we'll get it going. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. Until next time, enjoy the family cast. Go shop, get some water at Liquid Death. Use the code FAMCAST at checkout, and support your local scene. Do whatever you can to support venues. Do whatever you can to support musicians, chefs, food trucks, all that jazz. Let me know what you think of your favorite pairing, and uh, I'll be doing a playlist here pretty soon. I did some... uh, Oh, I'm not going to give away too much stuff. Just, you know what? Be safe out there. Be kind to one another. Say hi to your parents. Whatever you got to do. Just be a good human being. Until then, the family cast out. Thanks for listening to the family cast. (laughs) 